What's happening? Welcome back to Conversations with the Covingtons. Yes, yes, yes. Today we are going to be chatting a little bit about our South Africa trip for our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just the most incredible trip ever. It and was. I feel like really I was. need to just like get off my chest like how incredible it was and explain. Um, because it's like a pretty, you know, there's a good amount of people that have been, but it's still somewhat unique. And I feel like when I was posting about it, people were like, oh, I had never thought to even go there until you started posting about it. Like it's now on my bucket list. So I just want to like explain to everyone how amazing it is. Absolutely. And we will also be talking about a recent real estate purchase, fix and flip and rent and refinance we just did, which is known to many in the finance world or the real estate world as a burr buy rehab rent refinance repeat oh Oh, yeah that's cute (laughs) a little acronym so we'll be discussing those two topics today but before that baby how you doing today i'm good i'm good it's kind of like been a dreary week a little mm-hmm. bit we needed after rain. we did though after coming off of like extremely hot temperatures like back to back last week so it's been nice but this weather always makes me so sleepy like i legit are you tired like, right now like i literally could fall asleep right you're wearing now. your teddy jacket and you have a blanket on your legs i know are you cold I'm, i am a little cold but <laughs> my thing is i love to keep the house like really cold because you can always put on clothes yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I hate it when the house is hot and then I'm like not really wearing anything. And I'm like, well, I can't do anything about that. Well, the you house can't... is always hot when I'm around you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys get used to Mo with his cheesy comments. <laughs> he does this all day long. <laughs> the dad jokes. Oh, whatever. And yeah. like the cute. It's cute though. I actually mm. really like it when you okay. do it. <laughs> okay. Well. How are you doing today? I am doing pretty well. Uh, woke up early, got a workout in. Mm-hmm. Was feeling really energetic. Mm-hmm. Um, bought some new pre-workout like um, mix. Oh, yeah, so I felt good in my workout. Went and got some stuff done at the house today. You know, dropped Olivia off this morning. Um, got some stuff done at this house today. So I'm feeling productive, feeling good, and now we're doing a podcast. So hey, 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 feeling awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. Should we go ahead and dive into our topics for the day? Absolutely. Let's have a conversation. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> okay. So South Africa. So I'm, we're just kind of going to go through like our itinerary. I think this was like my most asked question about the trip was what was your guys' itinerary? Um, how did you plan it out? All the things. I'm glad so, I have you because people ask me the itinerary and I literally go dumb. I'm like, he oh, doesn't yeah, remember. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about me is I'm very good at... I. St- Okay, no, I'm not going to say that. I, I'm like good at like remembering names of places. I'm really into travel. So I remember like specific places we went, things we did, names, blah, blah, blah. And Mo's like. I remember like while we're there and maybe like a few weeks after. But then, you know, my brain only holds what I need. You know, <laughs> to okay. know. Yeah. okay so anyways so we actually went so we got married in charleston at a venue called lounge grove mm-hmm. which was beautiful on march 26th and then we took a little day to recover re- recuperate and then we left on the 28th so like two days after the wedding yeah um which honestly i loved how we did that i wouldn't change anything i wasn't too tired i feel like all i needed was just that one day of the buffer and then i was like good to go let's do this except our flight got delayed wait which one on our way out 
Oh, yeah, but we were fine. We, we didn't fine. miss anything. Yeah, but we had a kind of a rough time in the airport. Okay, we'll get to that. We'll get <laughs> okay. to that. So, yeah. Well, so if anyone's wondering, Mo and I used our miles to buy these flights mm-hmm. because we are big, like, point people, credit card users. Like, we like to save up our miles for, like, big trips. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not cheap to fly to South Africa. And so yeah. we were like, let's just use our miles, like, whatever. This was fine. Our American flight, our flight from what Philadelphia to London was totally fine. Yeah, it was really good. But then we did, we were supposed to go London to Cape Town. Mm-hmm. That flight was delayed. They had just lifted the mask mandate. <laughs> Everyone was coughing on the plane. Our seats were terrible. I was in the middle next to this man that that flight also we had just done. We had just done like a nine hour flight, Mm -hmm. a 12 hour layover in London, which was cool because we had both never been to London. So So we we did like spend some time in the city, had lunch, like that was really fun. fun. But then I was like, okay, I'm really freaking tired, jet lagged, exhausted. Let's just get on this flight and go to sleep. It was so uncomfortable, you guys. I literally started sobbing on the airplane. She was crying, guys. (laughs) And look, meanwhile, so so she forgot to mention I was sick. No oh, matter how, yeah, I had got a, a really bad head cold and I thought I had, I was hoping I didn't have COVID, but I was like, I don't care. I'm going to enjoy this trip. And I was just pounding all kind of just medicine to feel better. So I had finally knocked out on this plane. Um, and granted, my I didn't have anybody sitting in front of me. So I had like leg room because there was no seat in front of me. And Carolyn was in the middle. So she had a seat in front of her. These two big guys. <laughs> and another guy <laughs> beside her. Her. <laughs> And I'm sleeping and all of a sudden, like, I feel a little nudge and I wake up and my poor woman is sobbing, crying. She's hot. She's uncomfortable. She just, ah, I felt so bad for it her. And, bad I'm, and I'm sick and I'm like, babe, what do you want me to do? You want to sit here? You want to stand up? And there's nothing I could say to make her feel better. I, I was just, just like, no, like, I just, you know, you can't yeah. do anything. I'm just on this container in the sky for another. It was literally also it was like I, halfway through. I think, right? No, no. I had, I, I remember why I started crying now. So I did take Z clothes. Like, you know, you get on the plane, mm-hmm. they like serve you dinner an hour later. I had like two glasses of wine. Cause I was like, let me pass out. And then I, I closed my eyes, took z and I was only asleep for like an hour or something. And I woke up thinking like, oh, at least we'll be like halfway, <laughs> halfway. or there'll only be like a few hours left. Eight more hours left. It was literally like <laughs> eight more hours left. And I was like, you're kidding. And then that's why I started crying because yeah. I was like, I can't do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I promised my woman next time we fly like that, I'm going to buy her some first class tickets. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're saving up those miles yeah. for a nice seat. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that, that was a little rough. It does take a while to get there. You know, if you are able to get a life flap bed, then, you know, well, you, I mean, it. I even, I know this is kind of like, you know, I hate <laughs> to hear this or say this, but everybody has their problems and I have friends who fly first class all the time internationally and even they are like just so uncomfortable well that's my (laughs) thing too it's like it's gonna be uncomfortable no matter what it's gonna be 12 hours of your life like whatever as long as you get there safely right but it's like for our obviously like we used miles for our flights but I think like it would have been like a couple grand like each for just like our normal seats but for first class it was like twelve thousand dollars yeah it was a lot of money <laughs> which is just like stupid yeah yeah so anyway that's almost as much as the dang trip calls no right? <laughs> literally yeah. yeah so anyways yeah we got to Cape Town and just yeah the second we got there we were like this is 
beautiful. Mm. The mountains are oh, unreal. Man. It's almost like a like Jurassic looking world. Yes. Like it's like tropical, mm-hmm. but it's just like these huge rocky mountains like you've never seen before. They're, they're really interesting. Yeah. Like they're like flat and then they're jagged. Yeah. And, and they're the, huge. They're right there on top of you yeah, too. In the coastline. It's yeah. just, and then you're right by the ocean, which oh. is blue and beautiful. And the people are so incredible. That was the best part of the whole trip. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But it's the scenery, fun. I mean, the scenery was jaw dropping, especially us just getting off that plane and walking down to that coastline that first night Yeah, with the sun setting. Oh my, so it was magical. Unreal. Like literally I was like a pinch me moment. Yeah. It was I, so beautiful. I forgot I was sick for a moment. <laughs> Cause so I had been to Africa a few years ago, but I was in Kenya and it was like a mission trip and I had never, you know, Kenya's landscape, it's more like flat and then there's sort of like a jungle area, but we didn't do like a coast place. And so Cape Town is like, I mean, you know, it's, it's this beautiful country, but it's also, you know, has somewhat it's somewhat industrial and like it's big buildings it yeah. is but mm. it still is also like a big city yeah and yeah it was amazing yeah, so we did yeah. so we did cape town for three days mm-hmm. stayed at a really cute hotel and we did a the lion's head hike one mm-hmm. one morning which is incredible that was incredible yeah we ate at so many good restaurants, really fresh fish places. Seafood. The mm-hmm. Codfather was Codfather my was favorite. Yep. That was so good. What was the other place we went to? The Kloof House? Yeah, I mean, and I think it's in your blog too you wrote, right? I Yeah, I actually never published that. Should oh, I publish it? Oh, you should, yeah. I know, because yeah. then, then you guys can, okay, how, how about I have my blog post up by the time this airs? Perfect. Okay, yeah. so that way you guys can go to my website for like very specific places and mm. like a detailed list, because I already started the blog post, I'm almost done. So I started a very detailed like itinerary on there. So if you want to like look at that, you can go to my website, carolyncovington.com. There you go. Um, <laughs> It'll have all the specific restaurants and places we went, but- so Cape Town three days was amazing. We did Cape Point. We saw like the penguins, the penguins on the beach. Yeah. Um, what else did we do? We did. Yeah, we did a tour. The southwesternmost point. Point. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then we did the um, Constantia wine region, mm-hmm. which was beautiful. Yep. Really known for their Sauvignon Blanc. It's like the first wine region in South Africa right. in that area, like the oldest one. Um, so that was beautiful. Um, and we went to a winery there. Again, I remember that. More, more Almost, details. Yeah, I remember Actually, that. Yeah. I do have a blog post up specifically on like South Africa right. wine regions that's up, up. So you guys can check that out. Um, and I, I detailed all the wineries yeah. we went to. Okay. Um, but yeah, after Cape Town, we drove with um, a wine guide, a sommelier, took us to a few different wineries in the Stellenbosch wine region, which is really only like an hour outside of Cape Town. It's a beautiful area too. So even if, you know, you just are dying to go to Cape Town, like you could even do Stellenbosch for like a day, a day trip or mm-hmm. something. Because it's too. really not far, but I would recommend staying there. Originally, we were going to stay like two nights and I was like, no, like this part of the trip is really important to me. So we stayed like three or four nights. I think we stayed at least I think four. four nights. Yeah. I think we stayed four nights because um, I wanted like three Hook. full days. Yeah. yeah so you have Stellenbosch and then Franschuk, mm-hmm. which is, it's like the food and wine capital of South Africa. It is... So incredible. Every restaurant is like 10 courses, 10 courses (laughs) to die for like 
five star, Michelin stars. And it's like, not even this 10 courses. It's like they move you to like different Chef's spots. table yeah. <laughs> or you start off, yeah, like you in the little waiting room right, with like this there, oyster. Then you go to the bar, then you yeah. go to your table. Yeah. It's really just, it's an experience mm-hmm. is what it is. It's a total experience. And there's like art everywhere, sculptures, vineyards. It's just, and then there's mountains and it's like, and where am I? And when I say 10 courses, guys, I mean, some could be 10, but some could be 15. And every course came with a wine pairing or a beer pairing. So we were, I mean, about course four or five, we were like, yo, are we going to finish this? After we were wine tasting all day. (laughs) How do we do it? I don't know. (laughs) But, okay, so let's talk about the wine really quick. So the wine, incredible. They're really known for like Chenin Blanc, their Cap Classique, which is their traditional method sparkling wines. Sauvignon Blanc, of course, some Chardonnay. And then for reds, they grow a lot of Syrah or Shiraz, Pinotage, which we had a little bit of. Um, and then like your Bordeaux style blend. Yeah, amazing wines. They had amazing wines. Yeah, yeah. it and- was incredible. And the thing about South Africa is like the soil, the terroir, everything that has to do with terroir is so such like a good place for growing grapes that you don't need to add in these. You don't need to add sugar. You don't need to add sulfites. You don't need to add in, you know, weird things into the winemaking process. A lot of places don't even use like a fining agent. They just have it be all natural, natural yeast, no commercial yeast. Like it's so it's almost like so as as natural as possible, but the wines are so, so good. And Mo and I drank a lot of wine on this trip. Woke up every day morning with no hangover, no, no remnants or nothing of wine. No, yeah. yeah. So there has to be something about their ter- terroir and their soil that or adds think, to that. Yeah, yeah it has to, right? It's like clean wine making. Everything there is like organic, biodynamic, oh. certified. It was incredible. It was amazing. Yeah. It was am- And we ended up buying... Uh, like three oh, different cases of wine. Oh, that's the other best part is the wine there, you guys. Well, everything, it's really affordable. So mm-hmm. like we would get this amazing bottle of Cap Classique that, you know, should be like $80, right? Or more, yeah. It was like- $20. Yeah, 20 <laughs> 15 20 bucks. We're like, wait, what? But the only expensive part was the shipping. shipping. The shipping honestly was cost more than the, than the case of wine that we yeah. got. Yeah. yeah, or we'd sit down to a rest- at a yeah. restaurant and have like a $3 glass of mm-hmm. wine. Yeah, very affordable. That was so good. Very affordable, yeah. yeah. So that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Must I would definitely... Stellenbosch has a lot of beautiful places you could stay, but Franschuk is somewhere really special. We stayed at the Liu Estates. Liu Estates. And guys, look at the pictures on Carolyn Covington's store. No, your post, your feed. Yeah, I also have like a story highlight Mm -hmm. under South Africa. Um, And yeah, I'll definitely have the blog blog post up. Absolutely. Beautiful. Yeah. So then after that, we went back to Cape Town and flew out of that airport to... Kruger National Park. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We did, and so beautiful. Yeah, we did a four-day safari, right? (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, the safari was so cool. So the safari, guys, so we stayed on this... At this cool little, I don't know if you call it a resort or like a tented camp. A camp. A camp. But it's it like an upscale. It wasn't tented though. Oh. It was like a cottage camp. But a cottage camp. But out camp. in the wild in the middle of Africa. I mean, you're still in the wild. There's still animals that can get to you. Um, but we're in this like nice um, updated cottage. 
And we would literally go out every morning around 6 a.m. and then every evening around 4 a.m. for our tours. What do no, you call them? No, no, we would leave at 5, right? 5 a.m. Oh, 5 a.m.? Yeah, and then 4 p.m. I'm sorry, 5 a.m. in the morning for like three hours. and then No, f- not three hours. We would go for like four. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you just talk about it then? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyways, we wake up at the crack of dawn. <laughs> we wake up before the animals. <laughs> yeah, before the sunrise. Yeah. So that way you're like on your safari car ready to go like as the sun is rising feels so good nice cool morning you can just like enjoy animals waking up it's so amazing and our tour guide was amazing trekka trekka trekko (laughs) trekko was Was the coolest yeah so these guys are so talented because they would track paw prints and they would like leave us in the vehicle. They're like, if you know, you need help, call the radio. He'd bring his rifle. No, they would track grass. If grass was well, leaning prints, a certain way, well, Mo, they, they would see tra- the- No, Mo, I, listen, I saw one Mo, time. Listen to me. Listen, I saw no, one. <laughs> <laughs> listen. They would track the paw prints on the sand. And then if it goes into the grass, then they are like, okay, well how narrow is the grass? Which the way is it leaning? Yeah. yeah. So they can and tell which animal they- it was. <laughs> okay. What? It yeah. was. That's what he told me. I know. Me. I yeah. just feel like we're both competing to tell this story. <laughs> Anyways, it was incredible. We saw the big five, which is... Go ahead, since you know everything. Lion, <laughs> elephant, mm-hmm. water buffalo, mm-hmm. cheetah. No. Leopard. What? Oh, leopard. Mm-hmm. Hippo? Hippo. No. No, no hippo's no. not. Rhinoceros? Yes. Rhinoceros. Rhino, rhino, yeah. Rhino. But we yeah. did see a hippo. We saw a hippo on our way out today. We saw a zebra. It was so incredible, you guys. Safari is like that one thing. It needs to be on everyone's bucket list. It's like being in the Lion King every day. Literally, and you're just, just driving through. And it's just incredible to see these and animals see these like living animals. their lives in the wild. Like no one's hurting them. It's just a circle of life. So, you know, if the animal gets eaten, circle. it's not like, you know, it's just second Wow, beautiful. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, at the camp, amazing. we got three course, we got three meals a day. Basically, you just like sleep, sit on the car, yeah. watch animals, eat, lay by the pool. Oh, oh the, the, pool. Place, <laughs> the pool. The place we stayed, the pool had elephants that would come up because the pool also kind of doubled as like a watering hole. They mm-hmm. had like a separate watering hole underneath. So they weren't eating chlorine, drinking chlorine, well, some of them were, but, but some of them did <laughs> reach yeah. their trunks all the way in there, which, you know, so literally thirsty. we're laying by the pool and there's like dozens of elephants drinking from the water, probably 15 yards from us. It was so cool. It was <laughs> baby elephants. Surreal. Big mama elephants. It was yeah. surreal. Yeah. So that was amazing. Um, we stayed at Angala, a safari camp. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to look that up, um, it was great. And then from there we flew to Mozambique. Oh, that was more beautiful than I thought it was. It I mean, was, I thought it would be. It was special yeah. too. Cause first time in the Indian ocean for us, which was really, which cool. was beautiful and amazing. We flew into Villanculo, which is this really small, pretty poor, poor. town, mm. Um, so it was honestly just interesting cause we had been staying like really nice places, like either really secluded mm-hmm. or like in a big city. Right. right. So we saw like the poverty and stuff in South Africa, the squatter camps. Yeah. Which is real guys. The poverty there is real. I mean, what you hear about South Af- Africa is, it is what it is there. And we yeah. got to see it. Even the, those little, like, what do they call them on the side of the um, highways up on a hill? We would see those, those poor communities where the it, squatter, it was like huts. 
yeah, the squatters. The squatters. They were like well, little huts. It was up literally there. insane. Like yeah. these people would take pieces of tin mm-hmm. and metal and just make a house. Yeah. 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 It was crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah. So this town was really poor. Um, but we got to kind of, so we kind of got to like, we, it kind of rained for a few days while we were there. First so, two days. So yeah. we like took some time and like actually like walked through the village. Mm-hmm. I like went to the grocery store. I got a haircut. To buy tampons. In Mozambique in a hut. <laughs> Mo got a haircut. Um, how much did that haircut cost you? It he it was equivalent to two dollars USA dollars. I ended up giving him ten dollars, but it was equivalent to a and two. He two, was like, "How did they say it again? What was the um, currency there?" Oh, in um, some I forgot something with an yep. M. I don't remember I don't know either. But it it was equivalent to two dollars. It was so cheap to get it. Yeah. And and that barbershop I went to apparently, that guy he cuts the mayor's hair. He cuts the you know, That's it was like so funny. it was the most. It was the, I guess, the most upscale barbershop they had in the city, but it was still like a little And hut. first of all, I would just like to say that this man was complaining about his hair because he gets a haircut like once a week. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, oh, my hair is getting so long. And I'm like, OK, well, you're going to have to get a haircut in Africa. And we got to Mozambique and we were driving to our resort. I got one in Cape Town, I, too. Oh, yeah, you yeah. did. Well, mm-hmm. and I, but you were for some reason Mozambique. You're like, oh scared and we drove past this haircut shop it literally was like haircut written on like a cardboard <laughs> sign off this little shack and i'm like oh my gosh like you can go there and i was like trying to push him to go 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 and he's like i don't want to like i'm nervous because you didn't want, want them to mess up your hair yeah i didn't know okay but you guys and, also I mean, have it's similar just a hair shock. types it's, it's, a, it's a shock because um yeah we have similar hair types babe but i mean anybody could cut my hair but it wasn't that it was just like you know it's coming from it's just going into a, a different community so poor community um you know everybody's living in huts it's just weird it's different it's a shock you know so i was kind of nervous but once you did convince me to go in and i was glad i glad i, I went in there i got to co- converse with a young man who was cutting hair yeah. he was cool it was fun. He used one clipper, one one clippers for everything on my hair, for the fade, for my lineup. Oh, is that not normal? No. I mean, my barber now probably has five or six different types. Really? Of, yeah. And then a whole bunch of different types of guards. And it looks this guy, good Yeah. This guy had one guard and then one one clipper. <laughs> he had one, you know, one thing. And he made it look pretty good. I mean, I have some pictures of myself after the haircut. I look pretty darn good, I must say. So, um, and I was happy to kind of, you know, just kind of pour, um, the little I had into the community, just kind of, you know, that's the thing. That's why I'm actually glad. Cause this was supposed to be like our relaxing, like lay on the beach, do nothing part of the trip, but because it was raining and really like this town, there is not really anything to do, but we found like these shops and things. And I took a bunch of like baskets home and like, I really don't feel like they get a lot of tourists that come through. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm glad that we got to do that for a day. But the place we did stay was amazing. Incredible. Again, beautiful, incredible. The people there were the sweetest. Oh, we love the people there. What was our guy named Pedro? Pedro, Pedro was our um, Pedro like was butler. our guy yeah. who kind of took care of us the whole time, and he was amazing. Yeah. And just I feel like what was like the name of that place? What was it called Santorini? San, it was called Santorini. So it actually looked like a villa in Greece, but it was placed in Mozambique on the island. Yeah, and the beach, the Indian Ocean. Um, the shoreline, I mean, walk out for like a mile. you can walk out yeah, for like forever and the water come up only up to your knees or your waist. I mean, it wasn't, yeah. it was so clear. It was so blue. It was so beautiful. Guys. So lots beautiful. of shells, lots um, of shells, lots of like red clay. It was just like beautiful. There were fisher. They did like this, um, 
it was the beginning of fishing season in Villanculo and like all of these townspeople went out at like 5 a.m. and did this fishing ritual where they're like beating on drums and Mo wakes me up at like 5 a.m. Well, yeah, so He's we like, were there. What are the- they doing up there? <laughs> we're going to go see this. They're doing some kind of chant in the water. So we were lucky so cool. enough to be there for the first day, too, of the fishing season. And the yeah. first, on, on the first day, they did the ritual, yes. And it was amazing. It was kind it of was a cool so experience. It was so cool. It was really yeah. cool. Because, yeah, apparently they do that to pray for lots of fish, fish right. no injuries. Right. Right. right and isn't it if if they catch a turtle in their nets that means like good luck or something and it was something yeah. like that i don't want to tell you guys the wrong thing but you're somewhere along the lines and it was kind of cool <laughs> how they fish i mean they're not, they're not in boats out there fishing some of them were but most of them were no, standing all like walk. It's 15 like 50, deep it's like 50 people that are all gathered around like with these nets, nets and they're pulling from each side of the net slowly in like a swaying motion for like hours to it's catch crazy. like five fish. <laughs> I felt like they caught like <laughs> Yeah, five we fish. never actually yeah. saw any fish. Yeah. I feel like they did catch them though. I hope so. But yeah, hope we, they never, did. we never saw that. But granted, this this village that we're in, I mean, the people, they all pretty much worked for themselves or either worked at the resorts. I mean, we saw basket weavers. We saw, you know, people, f- fishermen. Well, we most saw people would sell people with gardens and fr- mm-hmm. Yeah, so... That's how they made their money. Or they worked at just like a, a different way of life. Absolutely, and it's kind of like a refreshing thing to be around. And yeah. it's like makes you realize how spoiled we are. Deep yeah. and it's like <laughs> how yeah, fortunate I mean, we are. We really could just be selling fruit like every yeah. day yeah. and do that. Yeah, simple. But it was amazing. Highly recommended. I learned uh, once I got back that it's on a lot of people's bucket list. So. If you guys ever, I mean, just look into it. Because honestly, it wasn't even on our radar until one of our friends mentioned it to us. And then we looked into it and it literally had everything we could ever want to do. The wine, the education, the um, the beauty on the beach, the shopping. I mean, everything we could possibly want. Oh, the um, safari. Hell, yeah, hash, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can swear on that podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I would say, and I loved the way that we did it. I mean, you could do like beach first and safari first and then Cape Town. I think quite a few people did that as well. But it was yeah, amazing. I think I think a definitely like must do or or even like somewhere in Africa. I would like highly recommend safari and yeah, exploring a bit yeah. of Africa. It was great. What else do you want to say about the trip? Um, check out my blog post. If you want to learn more about like specific wine from South Africa and the wine regions and stuff, I have a blog post up on that. You can just search like South Africa. Perfect. Wine, Caroline Cummington. There you go. Perfect. Um, so let's dive into. I actually, our- I mean, this episode went longer than we wanted to. We want to keep you guys' attention. So we're going to save the, um, Flip. The flip house stuff for the next, for the next episode. episode. Sorry, okay. guys. But if you want to hear more about that, just tune into the next episode. And we want to keep things short and sweet, keep you engaged. So we're cutting it off. <laughs> okay. Well, that was our honeymoon trip. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Have any questions? Reach out to Carolyn Covington on her website. She can answer them for you. <laughs> Check out her blog posts. Or on Instagram. on Instagram. If you guys don't follow me, you definitely can. My Instagram is Carolyn Coving. Oh, right. And I'm Mo Covington on Instagram. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.